Hey friends. Okay, so I'm super excited about today's episode. Not because this is a fun and cheery conversation, more because this is a topic that has come up in multiple conversations with my friends inside and outside the network marketing community this week. And whenever that happens, I know, especially when it aligns with whatever scripture I'm reading at the moment, that it's time to talk about it and to bring it out in the open. So today's topic on the podcast is going to be a bold one and something that I don't really think anybody talks about, but I'm talking about it today. And that is talking about, is it God's will for you to quit your network marketing company? Or is it his will for you to start a network marketing company? Maybe you've been a hater of network marketing and you're like, wait a minute. Okay, now I'm feeling called to step into this company. And maybe you found my podcast as someone who maybe you're a fellow believer and you want a little bit of wisdom on what this looks like to do it the right way. Or maybe you're considering switching companies and you're like, how would I even go about doing that? Is this God's plan for me? And essentially, we're going to be talking about all of these things today. So primarily focusing on what is God's will for your business? What is it that looks like? And it's going to be different for everybody. Okay, so you guys ready to buckle up and dive into today's episode? Going to be a little bit scripture packed. I'm going to take you to church a little bit, but get excited and let's dive into the episode. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader, and I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. Okay, so if you're listening at this point, you've made it through the intro. (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, okay, I'm here for this. It's probably because you are either a believer yourself and whether or not you yourself are thinking about making a shift or a pivot in your life or in your business, you might have somebody on your team who has might be in that position or might be considering it, or maybe it has happened to you before where you've had someone say to you, like, I just don't feel like it's the Lord's will for me to do this business right now. And you're looking for a little bit of clarity on what that looks like. Or maybe you aren't a believer, but you are a seeker and you're like, okay, what does this even mean when this girl on my team says that this is or is it God's will? And how should I know how to coach her through that? Or what does that look like? And the good news is you can just send her this podcast. That This is definitely a difficult conversation, especially if you yourself are not a believer to have with someone, because you probably aren't going to want to like obviously go against whatever the Lord is telling this gal, right? So... Definitely just go ahead and send this podcast to anyone who maybe is struggling with this decision or has experienced a decision like this in the past. Because again, this isn't something that is ever talked about in network marketing or really in business in general. And I think it's about time we have that conversation. So my question for you is, do you ever struggle with having clarity for what's next in your business, whether or not that's to leave or start or move or do any of those things? Like even if you just struggle with having clarity for what is the Lord telling me to do? What pace does he want me to run? 
What does he want me to do? What is he telling me? Is it me? Is it him? We're going to talk about those things. Or number two, do you ever feel torn by what the world says you should do? Meaning the things that you're going to hear from your coaches, maybe your upline, maybe from me, like you're going to hear all these things that the world says that you need to do or not do, right? Versus what your heart or your gut or the Holy Spirit you feel like is telling you to do. Do you ever feel that kind of disconnect or or torn feeling between those two things? Or are you, again, you've considered, you're considering joining a network marketing company, but maybe you've had a really bad experience in the past and you've associated your experience and your identity with one company or with one team or with a business model, maybe with blanketing the entire industry. And so we're going to talk about that. And then lastly, maybe you are already in a network marketing company. And again, you're considering a change. You're considering moving from one company to the other, which full disclosure, I never recommend. We've talked about this multiple times. I never recommend trying to build or grow more than one network marketing company at a time. But if you feel or if you're feeling on your heart that it could be time for a change and it might be the right time for you to consider another company or a different company, hopefully the advice and things we're going to talk about today will be helpful for you. So these are some of the questions that I hope to give you some clarity on through the information that we're going to talk about in this podcast. But first, I want to kind of share a little bit about my backstory. And many of you guys might have heard it. But again, this kind of this story came up in conversation multiple times this week. And I feel like it's an important one to share because it's a little bit specific to this. So I had a boutique, a women's sportswear boutique in a bridal salon in Savannah, Georgia for over 15 years. And I started it when I was fresh out of college. It was really all I ever knew. And I started it before I was a believer, before I'd given my life to Christ. And man, was my identity wrapped up in that boutique. (laughs) And it's really because it's all I knew. It's, It's what had been the income for at least my part of the contribution for my family. It's what had filled that that drive for more, that ambition that was within me. It definitely fulfilled that in a lot of ways, most of which were not very healthy at the time. But essentially, I felt probably about, let's see, 12 years in that, and this was about a few years after giving my life to Christ, I could feel that the Lord might have something better or different for me. But I refused to let go. I refused to released my grip on the control over the thing that I had wrapped my identity around, over the thing that I had built successfully, that I had been given award after award. We were like best boutique for 10 years or more in a row, best bridal salon for 12 years in a row. I was in countless magazines, Lucky Magazine, Southern Living, Town and Country, you name it. And I was, I had a reality show at one point. The Style Network actually gave a contract for a group of us to do a reality show, which thank God did not work out. But that's another story for another day. But essentially, it was all I knew. And so when I felt that little tug on my heart to feel like there could be something different, I didn't know what that was. And I didn't even know how to take those steps. And I wish that I had a stronger, I guess, wisdom or knowledge about what the Lord says about this. And I would wish that I even had a stronger relationship in my faith to be able to learn these lessons back then. However, having said that, I would not take back a single experience of all of those hard times of trying to figure this out because I know that they were for a purpose to bring me right here on this podcast, sharing my story with you guys, Okay. So also another part of my story is I had a leader. She was one of my top leaders. And when I say top leaders, not necessarily in terms of rank, because she, while she did rank to the top 10%, 
She did have ambitions to go further and she was so coachable, so in it, was doing all the things. But yet, even though she was doing the actions, it wasn't necessarily translating to the results in the business. And even worse than that, she felt this pull and this tug on her heart, like me when I had my boutique, that maybe this wasn't what the Lord wanted her to do. And so I'll never forget the day that she came to me and she said that. She said, Heather, I have been thinking and I've been praying on this and I just don't think that it's the Lord's will for me to do this business anymore. And guess what? As hard as it was, I said, okay, I feel like, who am I to argue, first of all, with what the Lord is telling you? And also, I knew enough as a fellow believer and a friend and her mentor in the business that she was right that she really was like I was doing in my retail business and my boutique business. She was doing all the things. She was following all the steps. She was just literally by the book. And it wasn't, it was giving her just what she needed, but not the fulfillment, not the financial impact, not all of the things that when you're walking in line with what the Lord has in mind for you, what comes with that. And so when we were chatting, catching back up this week, and she reminded me of that, she even said, she's, I wish that this was a conversation that more people would talk about, that sometimes this business just isn't right for people. And I was like, you know what? You're right, girl. And I'm so glad that she said that because, again, this is a conversation that I feel like inside the network marketing or even outside, and this is one of the reasons it gets a bad name, is there's this assumption that everyone should do it, no matter what. And I'm here to tell you that, yes, anyone could do this business model when done right, Absolutely, anyone could, but that doesn't mean that everyone should or that everyone's called to do this or that any, everyone is called to big things in this business. If you're listening to this, again, the cast is called the Call to Lead podcast, you're probably in a place where you do feel called more. You're in this thing. You're a believer in the Lord, but you're also a believer in the business model and you're looking for the right ways to do it, which is awesome. But know that you are going to come across leaders on your team who maybe aren't right there with you, and that's okay. And I'm not talking about, and I did have a conversation about this. Sometimes I think people get in their mind where they think they're doing all the right things or they think they're taking the actions and they're not seeing the results. But in reality, I can sometimes dig deeper and that's not necessarily the case when in reality they're waiting instead of doing the work, they're waiting on the Lord to just show up. When in reality, he's giving them the wisdom, the names, the the insight and all of the things to do it. They're just not taking action because they're afraid. So that does happen. That's not really what I'm going to be talking about today, though. That is something that that can come up. But again, when someone tells you, I don't think it's the Lord's will for X, Y, Z, I don't think that you should argue about that because he, while he might not be audibly speaking, he can and will work it all together for their good and for yours as well, as hard as it is to maybe lose that leader, Okay. So I have been there. That's my the reason I say this story. I have absolutely been there where you feel that little stirring in your soul to say, okay, Lord, if not this, then what? And I actually wound up, that's about the time I signed up for my first network marketing company, which did not really wind up being the best fit for me. Again, I realized that even though my mentor was a believer or said she was a believer, a lot of the things that she was teaching didn't necessarily align with that, that teaching and the things that I was being asked to do or um, just the methods that just didn't really align with where I was in my business. And so that, that company was not the best fit for me. I also went to work at a like the best local corporate place here where I live outside Savannah, Georgia. It's called Gulfstream and it they make billion dollar jet or 
jets for billionaires, basically. And I probably got the only job that was ever for someone with my background, which was the in corporate merchandising. And actually, I loved my job. But once again, I realized that that corporate environment, especially after having been an entrepreneur and having that entrepreneurial spirit, it's for everybody either. I'm definitely the type that I'm a get it done kind of gal. I like to be able to do it myself. And in that corporate environment, there were a lot of bottlenecks. And there were a lot of limitations for what could be done on a limited corporate budget with one person. And unfortunately, I was only there for a year, but it was an amazing experience in terms of learning that that wasn't for me. Now, my very best friend works at that company. And my goodness, there is, I don't want to say, again, she could do what I'm doing, but my goodness, this business model is not best suited for her skills, gifts and skill sets. But guess what? She is perfectly suited for working at that company because she is the type where she can operate under those clear boundaries, clear guidelines, and do her job the way that is expected of her. And she gets paid well to do it. And she doesn't have ambitions beyond that. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's called walking in faith also. So I would never try to convince her to join my network marketing company or to another one because, again, it's not necessarily for her. So I share all this to say, that this business model is not for everyone, you guys, okay? So I want you to keep that in mind. That doesn't mean that you can't or shouldn't share it in terms of putting it out there, sharing your experience, because you never know, I could be eating my words right now and Brooke, my bestie, one day might come to me and say, actually, Heather, maybe I do want to do this thing and I could be eating my words because again, you never know what the Lord might be telling her that she needs to do in that season and in her life. But just know that what someone's called to do in a certain season isn't always what it is that you're doing or not doing. Same thing for me. I felt a clear calling to step away from my boutique, but that did not mean or doesn't mean that someone else shouldn't open a boutique. We've had beautiful, amazing, good boutiques here in this world. One of my great customers that actually was a customer of my leader that quit, she has a boutique where her entire goal and purpose is to give back to an orphanage that she runs or supports and does all the things for in Haiti. And My goodness, I love shopping at her boutique because not only am I able to get some really cute clothes, but I know I'm supporting an amazing cause down in Haiti. And so just because I felt called to step away from my boutique doesn't mean that wouldn't be a good business model for them. One of my best customers and another great friend still has a boutique and has for, gosh, coming up on, oh my goodness, it might be 20 years. I think it's gonna be 19 years this year. So coming up on 20 years and she runs it with her mama and they are meant to be doing that in the season. They, and for a long time, clearly. And again, she's never had huge ambitions to scale it necessarily. She just wants to have the freedom and flexibility that she has with that. And that is good enough for her. And that is a good and beautiful thing. Okay. So I want you to keep in mind as we have these conversations that not every business model is right for every person in every season. And wherever you are on this spectrum, whether it's you that's considering the switch or the move or the next step, or if it's someone that you know and love, just keep that in mind, okay? So y'all ready for my advice on how to know and answer some of these questions? So I, my friends, cannot give you the answer for if it's God's will to start or stop or pick up the pace or slow down the pace in your network marketing company. But I know someone who can, and that, my friends, is the Lord. And only he can give you that advice. But The good news is God is not a God of confusion. When you allow him to speak into your heart and speak through the Holy Spirit, if you have given your life to Christ, 
he will give you everything you need. And I can even think back to before I was a believer, he still gave me everything I needed. I didn't always credit him for it, but the best business decisions that I made in my business were from him. And even in hindsight, when I wasn't seeking him directly and wasn't a believer at that time, meaning I wasn't putting the Lord's will above my will, I was trying to control it all. I can clearly see that those things were from him, okay? So he is not a God of confusion. If you ask for clarity and if you ask for wisdom in this moment, I'm not talking about what it's gonna look like next year in five years and 10 years or even next week, okay? I'm talking about like right now, today. If you ask him, he will give it to you. In fact, my favorite book of the Bible is James and James 1 through 5 right at the beginning says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all, circle that, without reproach and it will be given to him. So let him ask God and it will be given to him when it comes to wisdom, which is what you're seeking if you're listening to this or what your leader or your friend on your team is seeking, okay? And so I'm gonna be giving you some things and some tips that are tied directly to scripture because even if you aren't a believer, maybe you're just a seeker of truth and trying to figure this whole thing out, scripture is a great place to go because pretty much most of the best business advice that's out there comes straight from the word, okay? So some of this is gonna sound familiar whether or not you yourself have dug into the word, okay? But these are gonna be things that, guess what? You actually can control. These are things you can do. These are actions that you can take to gain clarity. And again, they're all based on scripture. So this is what is gonna help you in talking about like that mindset piece because I see this a lot in believers, especially ones who maybe are, I don't wanna say either baby believers or maybe they're baby in the network marketing experience and they haven't been through enough hard things and done enough scary things to get through those humps to do more scary things to learn. So this is when you get stuck in your mind or in the fear of what the worst case that could happen instead of leaning into the faith of what could happen if you just let go and let God and let him give you that wisdom and take action on that wisdom. So this, these are things that are also gonna help you with that mindset piece to know if it's you that's holding you back or it's you that's the one that's wanting to do this other thing or to make this move, whatever that looks like, or if it's the Lord telling you this in this season, which also keep in mind that you may have had clarity from him in the past, like for very clear direction that he's given you for then that might not apply right now, okay? Meaning like I know that I, because I could not have been more prayerful in that season of my life, I was digging into the word. When I went to work for Gulfstream in that corporate environment, I know it was the Lord's will. I also know it was the Lord's will for me to leave. So I have tremendous clarity on that. And again, I wouldn't take back any bit of that experience for the clarity that it's given me for the other areas, okay? So let's dig in, okay? So these are going to be five clear steps. These are going to be five things you can do that will help you answer that question. Is this God's will? Okay. So number one, this is super important, is dig into time in the word daily. So God might not speak to you audibly, but he will speak through his word, which is really funny because we I have a, a Bible study at my house on Mondays and this is a hilarious quote. I'm going to have to go back and watch it myself. So if you've seen this or if I can go dig it up and link it, I've got to see it. But apparently Dan Rathers was interviewing, is that his name, Dan Rathers? Anyway, was interviewing Mother Teresa one time and he was asking her about her prayer life and kind of what she does. And she's, he says, what, what does God say to you in these quiet times? And she's, oh, he doesn't. I just listen. 
And then he said, oh, okay, what do you, and then he asked her, what do you say to him? And she said, I don't, he just listens. And you could tell he was probably like, oh, okay, Marshall, please. I'm just kidding. I don't really know what happened next. But it was so cute when Megan from our, our Bible study shared that. She was like, it's just so profound, but it's true. So sometimes whether you're into meditation, that's not something that I have gone down that path, but that's another story for another day. But I do know from personal experience that when I take time to get in the word daily, that he will speak to you through his word. And a beautiful example of where scripture talks about this is in Isaiah 55, 11, which says, for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word that goes out from my mouth It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Okay, so that's a lot of shalls. I'm not even sure which version of that it was. And you're probably like, oh my gosh, what what did Heather just say? What it says is just like you have this garden, we use this analogy here a lot, right? Like where you're planting seeds, you've got these ideas, you're trying these new things, right? Like you're planting these seeds to hopefully reap the results to help serve other people and have them reap the, res- the results, right? So seeds, the sower is just the person who's planting the seeds. And then the bread is like actually what comes when the seeds sprout and then there's grain and then you can actually eat, meaning like you can actually have money to be able to provide food and things for your family, right? So just as the rain and the snow come down to water those plants, to help those seeds to grow, that's exactly what God's word does as well. It's the thing that's going to provide those seeds for you to sow in your life and in your business. And it says it will not return to him empty. But whose purpose is it going to accomplish? Is it going to accomplish your purpose? No, it's going to accomplish his purpose, which is always going to be better than anything we could imagine, even if it's not what you imagine, even if it's not some shiny top rank or some seven-figure income, okay? it will accomplish his purpose, which is always better than ours, okay? So another example straight from scripture is Psalm 119, 105, which says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So you've heard me talk a lot about on this podcast about how network marketing is a marathon, not a sprint, and how it is a marathon, not a sprint through the jungle. If you haven't already watched the Do Less, Earn More free workshop, you can hop on that waiting list. We're going to be doing it again here coming up in a bit. But if you go to dolessearnmore.com, you can hop on there. But this is something we talk about specifically in network marketing and how it's a path through the jungle in in network marketing. It's a marathon. And so what you're looking for is a lamp to light your feet, okay, and a light to your path. And you can get that through the word, through the Bible. So first off, dig into time in the word daily. Second, talk with godly friends outside your company or current circumstances. So what I mean by that is if you go try to talk to your upline or definitely your downlines or even a sideline sister, that's when like the temptations of things, okay, your upline makes money off of you, your downline, it's definitely going to be influenced by whatever decision that you make and you have to just be okay with that, okay? Sidelines, sometimes, again, if they're believers, you maybe could do it, but that might, it's really easy when you share your heart with them, they might be like, wait, is this something I need to think about too? When again, Lord might be telling you this, but it doesn't, she is telling her that, okay? So when you can find somebody, maybe it's somebody in a completely different business model, maybe it's your husband. 
Maybe it's a good friend from church or somebody else from your Bible study. When you can talk with godly friends outside your current circumstances, it can give clarity both ways. So I'm going to use this example. When I was looking to sell my business, I remember having a conversation with one of my best friends and business mentors who owns a totally different type of business. And she gave me all this incredible business advice. Just she was like, oh, I know exactly what you need to do. You need to do this and this and manage expectations with your employees and set clear boundaries and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to do it. (laughs) And it wasn't, I knew in that moment, it was not because I was being lazy or that it wasn't something that could be effective. I knew at that moment that there was something else for me and that it wasn't up to me to continue to run on that hamster wheel of all the things that I personally could do. And so for me, the advice that she gave out of her wise experience helped me to know and gave me the the kind of green light that, yeah, God's calling me to something else, okay? But it could also be the advice that you need. It could be the encouragement that you need. Maybe you are in a place where you're feeling down or you really can't see the forest through the trees to know that what you're doing is making a huge difference in a lot of lives. And maybe that godly friend is going to be that encourager to keep going and do what you are, okay? But Proverbs 12, 15 says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. So especially if this is something that you're looking to do without talking to anybody, if this is like, I'm going to secretly sign up for this other company, or I'm just going to start doing this without telling my husband or whatever it is. These are things that if you're keeping it a secret and not bringing that darkness into the light, it could be that it's something that you're trying to hide. Whereas if you just are open and honest with the other believers in your life that do support you, they will help give you wisdom and encouragement and clarity regardless of if you take that advice and make that decision. It can absolutely help. So number two is talk with godly friends outside your current circumstances. Okay, number three, let's talk about money because there's a strong likelihood that whatever this decision that you're facing, that the financial implications of it are a part of the consideration. Whether it's you're worried that you're gonna lose money or you know your income is gonna drop or maybe you're doing it because there's an opportunity for you to make a huge amount more or you don't really know what to expect. What I'm telling you is if the decision is a financial one, the first thing you need to remember is he is the provider. So if you're a top leader, if you're making good money in your business right now, you might be providing for your family with your income. And that's a beautiful thing, but you have to remember that it all comes from him. He's the one that gave you all those ideas that you took action on and that's why you're making the money, right? He's the one that gave you all the people, put them in your life for a purpose. He is the provider, not you. So it's your job to follow his guidance and inspiration. It's his to give you the wisdom. And he will. Again, we can go back to that, James 1 through 5. The Bible says he will give you that wisdom if you just ask. So when you act on it and you get that inspiration, then you have to let go of the results. Did an entire podcast episode on this, marry the process, divorce the results, And you have to know that if you're doing all the things that he tells you to do, or you're doing all the things that you learn from your upline, or you're following all the systems and you're doing all the things and the results aren't enough to give you. And I'm not talking about like the tangible because they're never going to be, there's always going to be somebody making more. Okay. So I'm not talking about the ideal or that six figure mark or that seven figure mark. I'm talking about what you need to provide for your family. Okay. To cover your bills, to do the things that you need to do. Okay. Because he will always provide your basic needs and sometimes more. 
especially when you can give it all over to him because it is all his to begin with, okay? But my question to you is how are you stewarding what he's already given you? Meaning in terms of your generosity with giving both back to his church or to other people in need. I'm not talking about in some outward way. How much are you saving? How much are you planning for the future? How much debt have you accrued? And are you encouraging others to go into that debt? Okay, I'm just saying that was something that I really struggled with in the company that I was with in the past. They legit had a credit card that they encouraged people to get in order to join the business model. And so I just could not align with that, okay? So the thing is, he's never, and again, this isn't necessarily, this is in my experience, but he's not gonna give you more. I mean, if he's a provider, he's not gonna give you more if you're not already being a good steward of what he has given you, okay? So too much is given, much is required. That is biblical. Don't even know what the verse is. That's not one of these in my notes, but I feel called to say it, so I'm gonna say it. And it goes both ways, right? So he's not going to require much if you're not going to be giving, if you're not going to be doing a good steward of the things that he's given you. But these basic needs that he provides, Matthew 6 talks extensively about this, and it's so good. Go read that entire chapter. But Matthew 6.33 says, but first seek the kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added to you as well. And what he's talking about is all of these basic needs, like what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, how you're going to provide for your family. All of those things, if you seek his kingdom, meaning what's best for the people around you, loving and serving others, bringing him as many disciples as we can into heaven together and his righteousness, knowing that again, his plans are going to be better than any plan that you can come up with. Guess what? All of these things will be added to you. So if you do that first, he's going to give the additional things that you need. And he does. You guys, he will. I've seen it. I've seen it for me. I've seen it for others. But if you don't, keep not. So that's something you need to think about and pray about. If he's not giving these things to you, if he's not giving you those, those results that you're doing, are you really seeking his king or are you seeking to build yours? Okay. Think about that. Pray about that. He's the provider. He's giving you all of these things. If you are taking action and inspiration from what he's given you, the results are up to him. They're not up to you, okay? Keep that in mind if this is a financial decision for you. Okay, the next one, number four, is ask him to light up the path for today. So this is going back to the word as a lamp to my feet and a light from my path. You're gonna want him to give you that wisdom for today. It's super easy to think really big or get ahead of yourself for what's possible in this in this business, but what's possible in life, right? What he has in store for you. And there's nothing wrong with dreams. And I absolutely have experienced that a lot of the things that were put on my heart that I really couldn't envision, he definitely has made come to fruition for sure. And I think it's because those acts of, acts of faith that I took little by little along the way. But here's the thing. You're never going to be able to control what's going to happen in the future. It's just not going to happen. Okay, you can't control other people. You can't control the CEO of your company. You can't control the stock market. You can't control the economy. You can't control clearly the coronavirus, like whatever it is. Like you don't have control and you never, ever will. So don't make a decision based out of fear. So this goes both ways. Like you're not going to want to be like, oh, I think our company is going downhill. I need to jump ship. No. You don't, I'm not saying you don't necessarily need to make that decision. Okay. Is it grounded in facts? Are there things again that you maybe don't align with? Then maybe it is time. Okay. 
But if you're just assuming the worst, I want you to check that. Is that based in, is it based in fact that's really what's happening, okay? Or are you basing this out of false hope? Like, you guys, I, this just came to me. This wasn't even my, in my notes, but that's, I used to have a boutique and I had a bridal salon, okay? And the bridal, I followed the inspiration from the Lord. The boutique was very much me. And you guys, when it crashed post-recession, the, let's see, I think it was 2006, right? Around the time the stock market crashed. Or was it? No, wait. Anyway, that was the first time my business started going down. And I spent years trying to manufacture it back up and control all of those, all of those things, okay? And I had this false hope that I could get it back to this million-dollar business. I just knew that I could. I did it before. I could do it again. And I spent every bit of my energy trying to get it back there. Guess what? By the time the recession passed and things started like shifting back towards other people doing great and boutiques doing great, the market had shifted. And what I was trying to market and sell was necessarily what people wanted to market and buy. And there were other people who had opened up other boutiques who fit that lane, like fast fashion a little bit more affordable. I was over here trying to sell $400 day dresses and $200 tops. Not that people don't necessarily still buy that. They they do, but not so much in, in Savannah, Georgia. Anyways, but they did pre-recession. And so I just felt for sure that they would eventually. And so I kept trying to have that, hold on to that false hope that I could be the one to make it happen, okay? So you might be doing the same thing. Like I built this once, I can build it again. So don't make decisions based off of what's going to happen for the future, but instead ask the Lord to give you the wisdom, to give you the people, to give you the time, because he will make the time happen for today, right now, in the present. As you get off this podcast, which we have a little bit more, but it, when you are looking to him for guidance, know that you've got these goals and dreams, and that's a good thing for the future and hold on to those. That's a lot of times going to be what's going to give you the fire to keep going and doing the hard things or those things that he has put on your heart. And that is okay to want and hope for those. But don't like place all your energy on that, okay? Place your energy on what you can do today. So Matthew 6, 34, this is continuing that same verse talking about seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Right next says, therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. What does that mean? There's gonna be trouble today, tomorrow, and the next day and all of those things. The trouble again is what makes you stronger. And so don't be anxious about what's gonna happen. Good, bad, all of the things. Focus on today, okay? And ask them to light up your today. Okay, finally, be open to the fact that God's plans are always gonna be better than ours. And what I mean by that is if you are like me and your identity is wrapped up in your rank, in your company, maybe you've been with your company for forever and or built it forever, and you just can't even imagine that God could have something better in store for you. And again, when I'm saying better, I don't mean another company with a higher rank necessarily or, oh, I'm going to make more money over here. So let me jump ship and go to this one. Okay. Something that could be more fulfilling. It could be, you could go be a missionary in Africa, okay? And I'm telling you, that's gonna be the opposite of your network marketing company. But will it be fulfilling? Will it be serving his kingdom? Will he still provide for you and give you everything you need? Yes, always. He will, especially when you're seeking, again, his kingdom and his righteousness. But when you are open to that fact, when you say, hands up, hands open, Lord, what you got for me? And you acknowledge the fact that his plans are gonna be better than anything you could imagine, your identity and your hope in your current circumstances are going to start to fade, okay? 
So keep in mind that sometimes that means if you haven't been given that clear open door for what's next, you have to persevere right where you are. You might have to continue until you get that open door, okay? Perseverance and endurance, that almost was my word of the year. And it is all throughout the Bible, okay? So this is something that we're always going to have to do as believers. So sometimes you are going to have to persevere right where you are. Sometimes his will is going to be and his purpose is going to be growing yourself by serving others in a bigger way right where you are, okay? So that looks like going all in. Maybe you have been holding back and you haven't been taking action on those inspirations, those little nuggets that he's given you, and you haven't acknowledged that he's the one that's giving them to you. And maybe you can seek him right where you are and he can give it to you in a bigger way. So that might be his plan for you. And then sometimes, my friends, it might be starting over knowing that he is going to give you everything that you need, okay? If he's done it before, he will do it again. He will do it over and over again, okay? Even, and let's be honest, it always takes time. It just does. There's no shortcuts. And if you see somebody that makes it look like a shortcut, it's probably because they manhandled it and manufactured it on their own. And it's rarely ever sustainable and it's rarely ever fulfilling. When done right, it usually takes time. Every complaint's a little bit different, but it's the truth that it's going to take time in this business or any business for that matter. Like my bridal salon, that's what was crazy. And my boutique was profitable almost immediately after I opened it. And we had our first million dollar year, like in my first full year of doing it, but recession happened and it was 15% down to 50% down year over year throughout those recession. Meanwhile, when I opened the bridal salon, it took more of a traditional path where it took about five years for it to be profitable. So you can imagine where one's going up and one's going down. Some of those years were very rough, which is when I accrued a ton of debt and man, it was just not fun. But that again is another story for another day. I know even from that experience that he gave me everything I need for whatever it was that I was doing. And he definitely, when I stepped fully into what I'm doing now with my current company and even with this podcast, even though, again, this podcast, you guys, isn't something, this isn't like something where I make money from it yet, okay? Or make a profit from it yet, okay? This is something that that I'm doing. I'm planting those seeds and showing up and serving and hopefully giving you guys value and wisdom. And I know he's gonna be in charge of whatever results come from that, okay? And I know he's equipped me for this. He doesn't, what's the quote? He doesn't equip the called. No, he doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. And that is something that I have seen and witnessed in my own life. And again, I've seen it in others. And it's something that he can do for you as well, even if it takes time, okay? So finally, the scripture specific to this is my life verse. I love it. It's Romans 8, 28, and it's, and we know that God works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So this is one that, again, he's going to work it all out. Your mistakes, your failures, your moves, your switching companies, your whatever it is, all of the backstories, he's working it together for the good of those who love him and for those who are called according to his purpose, okay? So keep that in mind. So my friends today, if you are looking for a little bit more community around other believers who might be in this exact same situation that you are in, and you just want to be surrounded by that, I have that for you and I'm so excited. So we have shifted the Scale Without Social for Female Entrepreneurs community over to the Called to Lead community. And if you want to link to that group, which has just been such a blessing, people are sharing their ideas for what's working, they're sharing encouragement, and it could be exactly what you need today 
to pour that fire on whatever it is that the Lord is calling you to do in your business. So you can text the word podcast to 912-405-8912, or you can search called to lead community on Telegram, on that Telegram, and you can hop in over there. And that's also where I share updates for the podcasts each week over on there. So I hope that this message has been helpful to give you a little bit of clarity, regardless of where you are in terms of seeking the Lord's will for what's next in your business. It's been a blessing for me to be able to share it and to be able to share my experience. And so I hope you guys have an amazing week and I can't wait to see you next week. I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, would you mind leaving me a quick review? Or even better, share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen. Sending you big hugs.